So today at work, uh, we had three cars get broken into in the parking lot. Cool. And we had video of it. Called the cops. Cops came. The cops caught the perpetrator. And they recovered the stolen vehicle. Unharmed. That's like a triple win. That never happens. They stole a vehicle? They broke into two cars and stole a third. They caught the person that was doing it. It was a 16-year-old female. Wow. Maybe she's the one who stole my car. Maybe. She did steal a Civic, so she's in the Honda thing. So I have a beverage, guys. Oh, yeah. Me too. We're here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a podcast. This is a podcast. I have something you guys have never heard me say before. Sorry about the chewing. I'm just finishing up my Pepperidge Farm goldfish. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> I have Evan Williams bottled in Bond. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Rick, do you drinking something there? Yeah. You blame it all on my roots. <laughs> I'm going back and I'm drinking a cruise light. New Orthodox. No, he's drinking a Zima with Skittles in it. <laughs> Northeast India Pale Ale with tart strawberry. <laughs> the side of this can. Blame it, it says, all on my fruits. Says, <laughs> Don't freak out. Sediment and what you can do about it. Oh. One, roll the can for even sediment distribution. Or pour, but leave some behind. Either way is fine. Enjoy. Nice. I'm a rolling kind of guy. What kind of guy are you guys? What I was going to do, I was going to go milk uh, dick. <laughs> I like a little sediment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I bet you do. <laughs> I, like, um, I like it chunky. Yeah. I like a milkshake. Like when you get orange juice, do you get it with some pulp? Well, here's the thing. I don't want extra pulp. Right, here's right. You you don't want them pulling that pulp out of the pulp free and shoving it in your glass. Right. right. I actually <laughs> natural style. Right. Yeah. I actually do like the extra pulp, high pulp. Really? I'm not, I'm not allowed to buy it though. Because everyone else thinks it's disgusting? Yes. Because they don't want someone's chewed up orange bits in their is, orange juice. Is, is this a good pour? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, it's not. That would be how, three quarters. How foam. does one how does one pour that kind of pour? <laughs> Only the way that Rick I, Bailey can pour a beer. I have a beverage as well, guys. What's that? I it am drinking like Coca-Cola. <laughs> no, it's a uh, it's a red blend. It's a red wine. <laughs> red <laughs> so, red wine. I'm going. I'm going with just fruit. <laughs> I was I was at the store yesterday, and I texted my wife, and I said. Uh, is there anything that you'd be sad if I didn't get at the store? What do I need to make sure that I remember to bring? And she said, get some red wine. And then she said, fruit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm pretty sure all wine is fruit. Yeah. No, that uh, is a but, definition of wine. It is made. But she meant red wine and bananas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is code for Thursday night. <laughs> red wine, red wine, red wine, and banana night. <laughs> hey guys, oh, no that tastes like strawberries. <clears throat> oh. Hey guys, mm, that tastes like fermented grapes. This <laughs> tastes like the inside of an oak tree. 
<laughs> is that the angel's anus cut? <laughs> <laughs> what was the other devil's <laughs> devil's kiss? Devil's kiss and the angel's anus. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is the devil's kiss, not the angel's yeah. anus. Okay, perfect. Guys, <laughs> it's loose. It's loose. It's a holiday weekend. We're in a double. And I've got <laughs> happy Independence Day. Right. Come on. You failed me. Tomorrow's, this, tomorrow's Canada Day. Well, but this podcast is like coming out July 15th or something like that. Well, but so. you just said Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't say independence where. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's independence in the Republic of Micronesia. Well, we'll tell everybody tomorrow I'm going to Canada for Canada Day to celebrate Sweet. their awesome. independence. I don't are you going to are you going to are you going to have ketchup flavored potato chips? I'm not. Oh, Ryan, did he tell you what I did? No. Uh, we were out to eat on Tuesday or Monday. Okay. And uh, we had plain potato chips as a side. Okay. And I just was straight up dipping them in ketchup, and it was really <laughs> grossing Rick out. <laughs> I was nice. like, it's no different than French were, fries, man. So so were they like... Um, when kettle like a, chips yeah like when a when a when a bar's like oh we're gonna be different we're gonna make potato chips in-house like the thick crunchy ones or they were like just store yeah bread. no no they were the thick crunchy kettle chips yeah, yeah. yeah. okay i can see that no, that's no you problem. dip those in some yeah. ketchup right yeah yeah, yeah that's fine that's you know, like salt and vinegar with tomato flavoring they were it's like a crispy french fry they weren't that thick of chips though they weren't made there 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 weren't two c's with these chips you know if you take this can of beer empty to puerto rico you get 10 cents for the can you know what we should do we should go to we trivia <laughs> okay <laughs> but but stay tuned for the podcast goes to puerto rico paid what's, for yeah. by 10 cent recycling <laughs> on cans yeah what's what's crv we'll review hamilton <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's in the CRV? can where it happened <laughs> crv okay mm-hmm what is that? Some recycling code. No, it says 10 cent CRV. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's not going to make it into the podcast anyway. <laughs> to see who goes first. Prices Why by not? rules. <laughs> <laughs> to see who goes first. Prices right rules. How much does it cost to run the entire United States prison system? Rick goes first. This is to see who goes first for actual trivia. Are we looking for annual expenditures? Yes. Uh, yeah, I was supposed to put that in there, and I did not. It is per year. Uh, uh, $98 billion. Bill? Wow. It's not Price is Right rules, right? It is Price he said is it, Right He rules. said it three times in a row. <laughs> okay. So I think we incarcerate something like 8% of our population, and we have like 380 Wait, now million. Now, would you say our population? What do you mean by that? <laughs> the United States. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I think that's something like 38 million people. Uh, and I think it costs about $40,000 a year per inmate. So 380 million times. Carry the one. Four. I'm going to say $1. <laughs> And Bill gets to go first throughout the podcast <laughs> or throughout the trivia. It's eighty billion per year. How much did I say? Ninety something. Oh, I was pretty close. You're pretty close. Sure were. But I was you only went over like ten billion. <laughs> Bill, which is like no, close. Eighteen when you're billion. Guessing. Eighteen billion. 
Right. Oh. But it, it was close in this form of the game. But if I guess asked you to guess the number between one and 10 and you guessed 18 billion, <laughs> you wouldn't be close at all. Right. <laughs> Bill, oh, that's a lot of money. There are no defers throughout this entire trivia. We are going hot hand rules. So whoever hot wins, <laughs> whoever wins the question or holds control of the board in the event of a tie will get the first uh, chance at the next question. Bill, this New York State prison near Buffalo was the site of was probably the worst American prison riot in the 20th century. 2,200 prisoners rioted in September 1971. When the riot was over, 43 people were dead. Name this prison facility. Was what it? Is Ry- what is Rikers Island? Oh, you want to go for the double, huh? You want to go yeah. for the twofer? I want, the, I want the double points. Uh, Rikers is incorrect. Rick, would you like the, uh, prompts? No. <laughs> Attica. Attica is correct. Rick gets two points. Nice. And the hot hand. And Attica. the hot hand. So that's the reference from Airheads and Dog Day Afternoon, which you haven't seen the second one, but it's the same okay. movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Rick has two. Bill gets zero for round number one. Question number two, Rick with a hot hand. Hot hand. This prison is considered to be the toughest in America. It is dubbed the Alcatraz of the Rockies. It is home to roughly 500 of the worst prisoners in the federal prison system. Do you want to answer or do you want the prompts? I want the prompts. Oh, but I wanted to answer. (laughs) I have the hot hand. Yeah, that's true. Uh, United States Penitentiary Marion, San Quentin, ADX Florence, or Leavenworth Federal Penitentiary. What was what was the first two? United States Penitentiary Marion and San Quentin. Uh, United States Marion and Bill. It's Leavenworth. Both incorrect. ADX Florence is a supermax facility. The aim of this facility is not to rehabilitate, but Wait, merely contain. ADX Florence stands oh, you, for... Hey, tell me that one. I did. Yeah, he did. It was the third choice. <laughs> I know, I meant... I guess I <laughs> forgot that was the third one. Because I knew it wasn't Leavenworth. Sa- or saying... Oh, and really? I knew, was, I knew it wasn't San Quentin. Le- I think Leavenworth's like in Kentucky or something. ADX stands for Administrative Maximum Facility. And I knew San, Qu- San Quentin's in California, Wait, right? wait. The, the D in ADX stands for Maximum? <laughs> No, AD is admin. Yeah, thanks, Bill. <laughs> All right, hot hand coming. Hot at me. hand, Rick. This is a non-multiple choice question. When American psychologist Timothy Leary arrived in prison in 1971, he knew how to answer the psychology tests that inmates take because he helped design some of the questions. What job did he get as a result of manipulating his answers to get an easy time in prison? Mm, librarian bill oh that's what i was gonna say so <laughs> i guess i will go with um laundry i'll say cook <laughs> yeah let's go another round uh oh. Rick cook and bill um those were both incor- the first round was incorrect by the way second uh, round filing cl- filing clerk okay <laughs> one more time uh, assistant warden. <laughs> uh, and I will go with janitor. <laughs> okay, you guys do not know this question. It was gardening. Okay. 
Yeah, we. I think we proved we don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, can I also make a quick comment here? When you say this question is not multiple choice, it's actually the most multiple choice. <laughs> Fair. And, <laughs> and why didn't the you choice ask us about everything in the world? And also, it's not fair to like bring up a Timothy Leary question, and not ask us about acid. <laughs> Who's Timothy Leary? That's why. Number four, He's, Rick we'll Hothand. <laughs> Marin County, or Marin County, California is home to one of the most notorious and most recognizable prisons in America. Individual cells are only 48 square feet, and those on death row are only allowed five hours a day outside of their cells. Which prison is it? Is this multiple to- choice? It can be, if you would like it to be. I have two answers, so I'm going to have to take the multiple choice. Decatur Correctional Center, Atlanta Penitentiary, San Quentin, or... Alcatraz. Wait, Atlanta Penitentiary in California? That would be weird. Uh, I'm gonna go with San Quentin. Bill, um, what was the county it was in? Marin, Marin County. Yeah, I mean, it's Alcatraz. Okay, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll take Alcatraz because I can't take the same question answer, right? Correct. Rick gets a point for San Quentin. Why did he yeah. ask? I don't know. <laughs> San, right. Quentin, like San Quentin it. opened in 1852 and is still being used. As of 2020, it is the biggest death row in the count- or country because California houses all of the death row inmates here, totaling over 700. Question five, Rick has the hot hand. Uh, 1934, one of America's most notorious bank robbers escaped from the quote-unquote escape-proof Lake County Jail by carving a wooden gun and using it to intimidate a total of 33 jailers and inmates. He and one companion escaped in the souped-up car belonging to the sheriff, pausing to pick up a couple of machine guns from the jail's arsenal. This inmate was... I have multiple choices. If you so desire. Mm. Okay. Al Capone, John Dillinger, Sammy the Bull Gravano, or Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, you know what? It's funny. Huh. My whole That's time, funny. I was going to, I was thinking Machine Gun Kelly, but yeah. I think it's Dillinger. <laughs> you know what's funny is I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. But I'm going <laughs> to stick with Machine Gun Kelly. Rick gets a point. It was John Dillinger. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, there's also we, a Did we watch a movie about him? No. Well, no. well, does he show up in Bonnie and Clyde? Maybe. Oh, maybe know. he's in Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Yes. That's awesome. probably it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. He's in Oh Brother Where Art Thou. And I was able to push myself over the edge there because there's a band that I kind of like mm-hmm. called the Dillinger Escape Plan. So he must have escaped from prison. Right. <laughs> right. I knew Al Capone didn't. He died in prison. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and took turns pissing in the bitch's ocular cavities. <laughs> Shelly. <laughs> John Dillinger, uh, despite a manhunt that involved 20,000 law enforcement uh, officers, he made it a good escape, but he wasn't free for long. Four months later, Dillinger was gunned down in front of the Biograph Theater on London Street in Chicago, caught in a police ambush. All right. This True. is that was just, that was just <laughs> filling out the question. Number oh. six. Rick still has the hot hand. This is a non-multiple choice question. Well, I will not give you any hints. How about that? <laughs> okay, great. 
Alcatraz was once the only federal prison to offer hot water showers. Why did the prison offer the prisoners this luxury? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Bill? I'm going to guess that it had to do with them using hot water for radiated heat, and it was a way to use the hot water that was generated by the boiler system. Uh, Bill, I thought you were going to really get this one out, but uh, that's incorrect. <laughs> they were installed so prisoners would get used to hot water, thus they would find the cold water of San Francisco Bay impossible uh -huh. to endure if they tried to swim to freedom. <laughs> Gotcha. That's a real weird, really weird logic. Ahead, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause some guy's going to go, I'm escaping from Alcatraz, but ooh, that water's chilly. I can go back to my cell. Yeah. Ooh, dip his toe in. Um, have you seen in, in one of those striped bathing suits? That's like the whole thing. Right. The, that's what they wore in prison with right. the butt flap. Yeah. yeah. Did you, have you ever seen Escape from Alcatraz, Bill? You mean The Rock? Nope, I mean Escape from Alcatraz. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's really good. Put it on the list. Okay. Why don't I just write it somewhere on the clamometer? I'm sure you'll find it. No, I have a list of movies, look, that we should watch. <laughs> that's real cool. <laughs> that's as chaotic as anything. Okay, we have one final question. It's kind of a formality because Rick is up four to zero. Uh, known as the Alcatraz of the South or the farm, which prison was converted from a former plantation located between two Oxbow lakes on the east side of the Mississippi River? It's they've called a lot of things the Alcatraz of a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. So this prison is surrounded on three sides by water. It is a multiple choice question. I'm pretty sure Alcatraz had all four covered. <laughs> Go well, ahead. What are they? Well, I'll just, you know what? I'll choose without the, just to go for it. Shoot it. Doesn't matter. Shoot your shoots. I'm going to go Leavenworth. Bill, do you want to, do you want to get some, uh, some redemption points here? Yeah. Give me the choices. Missouri State Penitentiary, Illinois State Penitentiary, Alabama State Penitentiary, or Louisiana State Penitentiary. No, so it wasn't one of mine. It's not uh, based on my, in-depth knowledge of geography <laughs> louisiana it's not going to be illinois or alabama so i'm going to go with louisiana that is correct bill gets a point uh, as of 2020 the louisiana <laughs> state penitentiary is the largest maximum security prison in the united states with 6300 prisoners watched by over 1800 staff I have one hey, more. Guess what, guys? I don't know anything about being in jail or prison. <laughs> Fair. Hey, guess what, guys? I guess I do. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That qualifies me to sing songs about prison. <laughs> right. <laughs> I do have one more question. You guys want to play it for fun? Sure. Sure. Why was the last one the last question then? <laughs> well, I have a tiebreaker because multiple choice and seven questions can lead to ties. So you need a tie. Sure. Okay. Or one giant ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on which choices you choose. Yes. Right. Men's Central Jail in Los Angeles is the world's largest jail system. Price is right rules. How many inmates are in this system? Bill has the hot hand. This is the Mensa prison system? Yes. <laughs> All the smartest people that are in prison. All the smart guys. <laughs> um, you know, it's probably six million. In one prison system? 
Yeah, it's the largest. One cell? It's the largest. Uh, I'm going to say six people. (laughs) The Los Angeles men's jail system incarcerates over 22,000 inmates. So, Hmm. Bill, I think your major error there was this is jail, not prison. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. Well, we watched a movie. We watched the movie Walk the Line. We did. About prison. Well, is that what it's about? <laughs> I mean, there's some parts about prison. You guys, you want to know? You want to know a true fact here? I'm sure. going to share this on the podcast. I want to know really a false fact. Up. Can you tell me a false you, fact? You know, I once spent 18 months in Folsom. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Just to in watch the prison, him, Bill, because you shot a man just to watch him die. I mean, I was near it. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny about that is I'm pretty sure if you shot a man in Reno, you'd be in the Nevada prison system, not the California prison system. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Reno's not far from Folsom. Well, you know, well, we it's don't about know. an hour and 15 minutes. We don't know that's why he's in prison. He said he shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Yeah, that doesn't, he doesn't mean he got caught. Okay. He might be stuck in Folsom Prison, and he also tell you. Also, I shot this dude in Reno. That's that's a bad thing to do because there's no <laughs> statute of limitations on murder. Right? No. Well, he didn't tell the inmate. He he told the people that on the record only. He told everyone. Right. <laughs> well, Bill, I didn't know if you mm-hmm. knew this, but there is a place in California called Reno Junction. So he could okay. have shot a man in Reno Junction, California. Um, he didn't say I shot a man in Reno Junction. <laughs> Fair. I'm just just saying. to watch him not function. <laughs> as that's, that's if, as junction. This education of Bill late night. I think I can't prove this. I think I, you can't prove it either. <laughs> I feel like thirty percent of people before this movie came out thought that Johnny Cash had been in prison for a long time. Yeah, I'd buy that. I feel like that song made people think it was like autobiographical. And it's like, I don't think so. You know, okay. who's the bigger jerk? Uh, La Bamba's brother <laughs> or Johnny Cash's dad? Okay. Johnny Cash's Here's- dad. <laughs> Here's the thing about Johnny Cash's dad. Has Robert Patrick ever not been a dick in a movie? No, and I didn't know who that guy was, but I know who you're talking about, and he is always that guy. Always. Like, so, even the T-1000, he's a dick. Uh, the X-Files, he's kind of a dick, mm-hmm. right? When he was on the X-Files. I never watched um, that show. The uh, He's in Peacemaker now. He's a dick in that. Bill, Bill, have you ever heard a song called Hey Man, Nice Shot? Nope. Okay, then never mind. Yeah, you really? might, it's so. Might, it's so might. your your comment on this podcast was based on me having heard that song. <laughs> I'm just I'm just asking you. I had a tidbit, and if you knew it, then it would be fun. And you don't know it, you know, so it's maybe not fun. some of our Let's, listeners have listened to that and would like your bit of time. Yeah, Ryan, you have to know that <laughs> you never you're not trying to give Bill any information on this podcast that he doesn't know anything. Well, so yes, tell I know that the listeners. Yeah, okay. Miseducate me, Ryan. And Bill has heard that song. I guarantee it in his life. He just doesn't know. It's by Filter, Bill. I don't know who Filter is. I know, but it's it's you've heard it. It's been in movies. Uh, Movies I've seen. Will you take? I mean, probably take a picture. Is it called (laughs) Take a Picture? Will you take my picture? Something like that. 
That's the that's, that's a different song. Well, yeah, but that's by the same yeah. band. Yeah, right. You're right. Yeah. I yeah. don't know what we're talking about. Either way. So, whoa. What's so, your tidbit about it? Robert yeah, Patrick. Yeah, share with us a bit of Tide. Robert Patrick. I said Robert Pattinson. I met Robert Patrick. Uh, the T-1000, the dad in Walk the Line, is the brother of the lead singer of Filter, who sung those two songs I referenced. Gotcha. Cool. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I didn't know he's related to him. Yeah, I no, know he's his name's, older I know brother. His, whatever, Patrick, but I yeah. know they're brothers. No, he's his older <laughs> brother, and... uh uh, and the oldest like, brother is that, Dan Patrick. Now that I think about it, they, <laughs> they kind of look alike. They have the same. So, yes. Um, uh, I don't remember his name, the lead singer filter. Uh, it's something Patrick. Stephen Patrick, something like that. Something has, I has I, been on, on interviews saying, you know, like he, the character he is in, in movies, that serious, yeah. like stone cold, stoic, like character. Is yeah. how he is in real life. And yeah, like whenever like a bully would beat up on him, like for being a musician or whatever, he'd like be that same guy. <laughs> I like, so like when I go back and watch movies and think about comedies. Th- uh, these biopics are really doing it for me. When I watched The Doors the other day, it made me think a lot about Wayne's World 2. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like all they just referenced that movie like 15 times. Right. You know? And this movie. I can't believe I forgot how close it is to walk hard. I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, I kind of forgot that I like, thought walk I've hard. never, I've never seen walk hard either, but it isn't, I thought that was just a parody of this movie. See, I, I didn't think it kind was of. exactly. It kind of, I mean, it, and, and it is even more than I thought, but like at the beginning of this movie and the beginning of walk hard, walk hard is so funny. It makes me like, what? Oh, do they, they murder his brother in a hilarious way? His, yes. His brother, <laughs> his brother gets cut in half. Uh huh. And he's still like alive. And he's like, go get daddy. And he's like half. And there's like, this is the worst. This is the worst, uh, case of being cut in half I've ever seen. <laughs> like, well, uh, you'd have to see it. It's yeah. like, there were, there was, we'll a, there was a bunch of these movies in, in this kind of like, uh, late nineties, early two thousands period where it was like, there was this, there was scary movie, there was um Don't Be a Menace, where there was like a mashup parody where they did like they made fun of like seven different movies in one movie. And like right. they focused on one, but they threw in a bunch of salt and pepper from all the other different ones. Yeah. Um, okay. This you- this kind of reminded me about the beginning of Ray, too. Like similar to mm-hmm. like losing the brother and well, I mean, well, it's okay. the classic musician story of they have this hard upbringing and they have a big loss. So they have this giant stress on their early childhood that has a lot of impact <clears throat> on their storytelling ability. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys remember last week when no, we were talking I, about I don't. Bob, Bob <laughs> and Richie's relationship? Uh, I mean, yeah, I could have swore. And maybe it did happen to me. I'm forgetting, but I thought. When I watched that last week, that this didn't happen, I thought it did. When Richie, when Bob runs and sees the mom and they find out Richie's gone, does she say to him, it should have been you? No. no. She no. says, I thought she did. She says, anybody but my Richie. I know, but I could have swore she had said I, it should have been you. No. But I guess not. And it did. I was I mean, watching you know. it with, uh, with subtitles on and she definitely did not say no, it. No, I know. I didn't hear this time, but I got it. I always swear that that happened because yeah. I remember. 
I don't know why I remember that like that. It must be from something else, but um, it's definitely something she would say to Bob if in the right. wrong time because she. <laughs> That's how she was with him. Bob was, but with Robert Patrick all the time, just wrong kid died, and that they say that walk the line or walk hard all the time too. Right? Yeah, that's that's a that's a messed up thing, you know. Yeah. Um. So let's get into some happier things in this movie. Um, when you guys, you know, we're we're all known to nitpick little things in movies, Mm -hmm. but have you ever watched a movie where someone's um. Physical abnormality takes you out of it a bit. Are you talking you a about problem with Joaquin Phoenix's? <laughs> I do, <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing he could do about it, well, right? And it's okay. I mean, but like, is is it even a hip or is it a scar? I don't. I think it's a hip. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's what it's even called anymore. I just <laughs> Johnny Cash doesn't have that. There's going to be a lot of bleeps, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's always been weird to me because I'm like. I don't know. It, it, it does this thing to me where I'm like, it's almost like he's trying to be Elvis. (laughs) But does it? So, okay. And, and let's, let's connect the thread on biopic month. It felt like Joaquin Phoenix here did do the singing. Yes. He did. Yeah. And And it's not as good. It's not, it's not very good. Um, he just, it's pretty good. It's, it's okay, but he can't hit that low register that Johnny Cash has, you know? Right. Right. Me and Ryan talked about this after you logged off last week. Uh-huh. And um I think that there's this thing about that where it's like I feel like these actors just it's a vanity project for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's they also a double to- standard because I really liked Reese and she does her singing in this movie. Yeah, well, she does a really good job, but I have no idea how June Carter is supposed to sound. Sure. Um well, but- and, and she wasn't as iconic as Johnny Cash, obviously, because right. he just didn't get, a, right. didn't get as famous. But do you do you think it's better if you're obviously lip syncing, or do you want them to do their best acting? Well, it's like you said. I think if they aren't talented enough to do the singing the same way, well, like, they got Do they have to be spot on? You, I mean. You gotta be it to me, it's like the right, and we can have another bleep there, <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's it's one of those things where like Johnny Cash has such an iconic sound mm-hmm. that to do it not well enough takes you out of it more than lip syncing would take me out of it right if they found someone who could impersonate johnny cash better or even dubbed over johnny cash's songs Mm -hmm. uh i feel like it would take me out of it less than the noticeably higher octave that um joaquin phoenix is singing it right they definitely transposed these into a different key so he could hit the low notes of those songs right right um yeah but I, okay. I also, yeah, Rick, go ahead. I think there should be, I think what they need in a movie is a good, they should really walk the line of, okay. When he is singing, <clears throat> when he's auditioning that first time, when he sings Folsom Prison Blues for that guy, mm-hmm. that should be Joaquin doing that. Cause it's him trying to like just, you know, yeah, be on. an sure. amateur. But then yeah. when he's performing a concert or doing something else, why don't play? So Johnny Cash stuff, make it sound from better. the live from Folsom yeah. album. Yeah. yeah. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah no, like I agree. Do. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's interesting since you bring it up there, Rick, with your pun, um, <laughs> is there a <laughs> is there a more ironic song than Walk the Line based on this movie? <laughs> like <Right. laughs> this entire movie is him not walking the line that he says he's walking in the song Walk the Line. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I think I mean I don't you say it as a non-ironic pun, but I think that's the the sarcasm of the title, right? It's the yeah. it's the duality of we're gonna call it this, but it really it's the story of him being the exact opposite. Right. Well, and they also, you know, they have like hyper focused on a the coming up period of right. Johnny Cash, right. not the overall career of Johnny Cash. Exactly. Now, are, we to, we're, are we to assume that he's standing backstage just thinking of his entire life? <laughs> oh, yeah. Starts, in, in the beginning, yeah, when he's looking yeah. at the saw blade. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. And, that's, and it just kicks off every memory forever. How long is he standing there for, you think? That's a device. I mean, I think... I, I know. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, he's having flashbacks, but it's, it's something to use in the storytelling to yeah i mean this this story is one of the like epitome stories of the like chase for everything that doesn't actually satisfy and give you meaning you know what i mean like everything that he is his his fame his money his success you know, all of it, it leaves him like emptier and emptier and emptier until he can figure out like being happy with who he is, you know? Right. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I, I felt like rewatching this, I felt a little uncomfortable with the way that he was pursuing, um, June. Yeah. While he was still married with kids? Well, I mean, yes, that. But also just, like, the, how aggressive he was. Like, on drugs. Like, marry me. Marry me right now. Marry, I'm going to kiss you right now. Like, I mean, yes, okay. Right. It's supposed to be in the 50s He was like Rocky. 60s. Yeah, a little bit. There's a little bit of, <laughs> I'm going like, to kiss you now. You don't have to kiss me back. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, I... It wasn't enough to like take me out of the movie, but I was like, uh, you know, like this feels a little bit uncomfortable. And I think it's probably supposed to, but you know, I noticed it on rewatching it this time. Does, does the fact that they ended up together for 35 years change that at all? It, well, yes, in retrospect, but the feeling in the movie in the moment is a little bit like, ugh. but you know, right. And I, it's funny. Cause I was going to say, and we don't know if that's how it really was, but it's probably how it really was. Well, and so this was based on, um, the book, the autobiography. So it was his telling. So right. if, right. if it's that rough in the way he tells it, I mean, you know, well, I mean, there's two ways of looking at that, right? There's one way could be, yes, he's being brutally honest about everything that happened. Yeah. Or two, he's putting all of the onus on himself and maybe being like overly critical of himself and yeah. overly judgmental of himself and being like, oh, she refused me. And she was like, you know, right. Cause, cause she comes me. across as very honorable. Right. For the most part in right. this whole movie. With the exception of the point when she lets him into her hotel room in Vegas. Right, sure. But yeah. th what happens in Vegas, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> Especially in the 60s. 
<laughs> hey, let's take a break. And I'm going to tell you a story when we get back about how weird people are in this way back wins. So. Oh, I'll wait on bated breath. All right. Okay. We'll see you on the other side. Bye. 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 through to the other side. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? <laughs> um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. Second uh, size. Damn it. Something happened and I like, I broke my headphones. <laughs> they're not like broken. They still work, but they're just like uncomfortable now. <laughs> I don't like the way they feel anymore. <laughs> this will be cut into a drop for sure. <laughs> oh, and there's a whole bunch of additional audio about it too, right? <laughs> that I recorded during the break. <laughs> I noticed that I was recording a lot of audio when oh. I was on mute last week <laughs> yeah. or two weeks ago. Yeah. You you were on mute? <laughs> yeah, you guys muted me because Ryan wanted to interrupt me to say the thing I was going to say. Because you oh. wouldn't fucking say it. You just I didn't know we were playing the speed round of the podcast. <laughs> you also did notice that that episode was like an hour and 12 minutes. And I had to cut a lot <laughs> of it out. Fuck the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm here for me. That's not the first time that's happened. <laughs> so... Um, I don't understand why they hurt now. <laughs> you know, you talk about pursuing this fucking guy and how weird everybody is. Yeah. Um, I don't have all the facts in my brain at the moment, but um, I'm told that my grandmother pursued the she, ladies pretty hard. She was young. <laughs> she had a boyfriend who I think was like going off to war or something. And my, about right. Uh, and then this <laughs> other guy came and met her and was like, Hey, we're going on a date tonight. And they went out on a date to the show box, which is the venue in Seattle. Mm-hmm. They went dancing. And then he, he said he was going to marry her and they got married a week later. <laughs> okay. And that, that's my grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Like I they mean, knew each other for a week and got married and lived, and then they lived until they died. They like they like they lived until they died. <laughs> they, until they, died. <laughs> they were married until they died. Like gotcha. 60, 70 years, whatever it was. They like, lived crazy. ever after. Can you imagine meeting someone? Have you ever met anybody for a week and then known them again later? <laughs> I feel like <laughs> what? What are you talking about? <laughs> I just like you think about they, the odds. They Can just the odds. They just of- kept knowing each other. I that happens to me with people all the time. <laughs> I meet people all the time, and a week later, I still know them, and I know them until I die. Yeah, can you imagine if you met someone for one week and then you married them? Uh, no, that's a little crazier. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. wild. And then, but, it, but it was a different time. It was. And that's what June Carter would say. Well, the staying married thing, I think, is e- easier, especially then. Well, because, based on the time. Yeah, right. Well, and it's, I mean, if if I'm being real, as someone who's been married for almost 20 years, right? Uh-huh. You stay married because you choose to stay married. You sure. don't. You don't stay married because everything is always perfect. Right. 
Right. Right. There, there are always, if you're looking for them, reasons to leave, but it's choosing to stay mm-hmm. that, you know, and, and I get that there, I'm not, I'm not saying everyone can, should choose that, uh, because there's lots of situations where people should not stay together. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But it's not like, oh man, I hope that I married someone that I'm always going to be in love with and that I don't, you know, fall out of love with them. That I think, I think that's crap. I think, I think it's choices that you make. Well, all relationships are work, right? And then yeah, right. So, it's hard to fall in love with someone in one week. <laughs> no, I, I'm not saying that's not crazy. Do you realize that's, that's do you crazy? Realize if these two crazy people hadn't got married after a week, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this podcast wouldn't be happening. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's I mean, like a weird flip of the coin, Richie. I mean, yeah, Ricky. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could have been Ricky Valens, or no? What sure did she not. say? Val or Zuela? He said yeah. Ricky Zuela or something. Rich, Richie Va- Zuela. Yeah, <laughs> Ricky Zuela. Yeah. Um, That's your new podcast name. It's, it's interesting because you talk about that, like that sort of happened with my dad. It wasn't a week. Like that's, I mean, a week is insane. <laughs> right. 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 I know. Yes. But like my dad was married for 30 years and then my mom died and he was married again six months later. Mm. Yeah. But I think that that's different. Whoa. Where, where <laughs> are you? <laughs> Listener, <laughs> listener, we're on Zoom, and Rick has just dropped. I can see out a of leg. You. All we can see are his legs. He's like laying on his back on the floor with his feet straight up in the air, uh, much similar to how you would have ended up in the trash can if someone would have thought you were dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, if he was unconscious right now, his family would think he was murdered. <laughs> Does your dad in the basement cast with the candle? Oh, I'm sure he doesn't. Okay, I mean, good. there's only 21 people in the world that listen to this podcast, and we're <laughs> <Right>. three of them. <laughs> no, 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 we're, we're, we're two, two and a half at least. Uh, I think that is that that's... is that a joke from something. No, I don't listen to it. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah, but I listened to it twice, so. <laughs> Right. Okay. So, like, I think that there's a little bit of it's not neuroses, but like being married for the second time that quickly is different than being married for the first time and staying married for a long time. Because I think people want to be married or are in love with being in love or. Right. Need that security. Yeah. Like having a partner. It's not the same thing. Yeah. It's not the same thing as, as being a weirdo like my grandparents. (laughs) Right. You know, like that's different. But okay. But to be fair, it's been really rough on my dad the last 10 years that he's been married to his second wife. Right. Mm. And like they're still married. But I mean, well, and and if he listens to this, that's fine. Like I'm just saying what's what we all know. Like, no. The, the, the issue was he thought that being married to my mom for 30 years made him a good husband. Sure. But mm. it didn't. Right. It made him a good husband to my mom, mm. not a good husband to whoever he was married to. Right. right. But it also speaks to the fact that if, if the last 10 years have been rough, 
that maybe he just wants to be married. Sure. No, I, I understand no that. No matter who it's to. But, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, yes. I'm saying that, like, staying married to someone isn't because you found someone that matches exactly who you are and it works for them. It's because you're choosing to become the kind of person that works well with them, not because you are the kind of person that works well with them. Yeah. Hmm. But what if you're not? <laughs> well, you know? l- like, I mean, if your grandparents were unwilling to change and not a good fit together, they wouldn't have stayed married that long. Right. Right. So one of the two things has to be true. You either have to be like perfectly working well together in your natural ability, which is not, I don't, I don't think that's the case for anyone. I don't think, I think on our own and Ryan, back me up here, a single, a single person on your own, you get to, you get, you get to be completely selfish in your life. Like, I mean, in a sense, your life, you never have to go to a restaurant you don't want to go to. Yeah. You no, never no, have to go to bed when you don't want to go to bed. No You never have to watch a movie that's, you don't want to watch. That's not true. That's I've made on this do, podcast. I've made, do, do, I've made Ryan do a lot of things he doesn't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, the thing right. is, so, so, so basically, I can't break. believe it. The thing about that, though, is you have to think that some people do compromise, you know, they, they change to help fit their lifestyle. Right. That doesn't mean that right. they are happy. Cause no. some people change more than they should, or, you know, they give it. Cause like, well, that's an the, interesting comment. What do you mean by more than they should? Well, some people are become basically, this is really frustrating talking to your legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's so much more comfortable and I get really introspective and I feel like I'm on the phone in the nineties. <laughs> Like I it's, it's a Mike. shame. It's a shame that you guys don't ever log into the Instagram account because I saw. Hi, Miss Smith. Is Tina there? <laughs> I I'm, I'm, I'm twisting the cord around my finger. Yeah. yeah. I feel uh, like I'm talking to Adam Carolla on Loveline. Well, yeah. So anyway, you guys like this? Anyway, that's what I'm gonna do from now on. Um, I think I want to. Hey, think hey, just Rick, for the listeners. Maybe what? you just pick a better place to podcast from. No, you know what I think I want to do? I think I'm going to go... This will be interesting for the listeners. I want to go handheld mic. (laughs) (laughs) We might have to put a screenshot of this Zoom call. We might. That was great timing, Ryan. (laughs) Rick, Ryan and I just did the exact same thing at the exact same time. (laughs) What was it? Uh, Gave you double birds. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) But a handheld mic would be fun. Because I saw a podcast the other day. I don't remember who it was. It was someone like fun or like kind of fit. And they like just sit on a couch and they're all cozy. And I'm like, that's how you should podcast. We can review podcast. Okay. Do you realize we're supposed to be talking about Walk the Lie? <laughs> sure. Let's talk about it. So uh, do you think <laughs> that – do you feel like Johnny Cash's country music bill? Uh, I feel like it's a little different. Oh, um, oh, <laughs> I what, forgot. Did you, I forgot yeah, I something. Did. That's why I tried to help out. <laughs> what did you forget there, Ryan? Uh, I got so caught up in this podcast. I forgot that we had an email. Oh, yeah. Let's listen to the email. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bow, bow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, We have an email. From listener Nick, 
Oh, listener Nick, how'd you like our trivia tonight? <laughs> Long time listener, fourth time writer. <laughs> listener Nick says, in regards to Rick and Bill's argument about Garth Brooks country music, how many songs, movies, or songs slash movies with specific directors or actors or any other category does one need to sample to know you don't like it? I'm on Bill's side of this view on country music. I've listened to it. <sighs> Not the entire catalog, but I know I don't like it. The entire genre does not need to be sampled to have an opinion. Sometimes people don't like something after only a couple of dips of ketchup. I mean, tries Nick. I mean, I like it. I like I, it. Way to go, Nick. You, I don't you like tell him how it is. It's not how it is. You okay? You agreed with me that like it's it doesn't make any sense to say you don't like something. It, it, maybe if. Okay, so Nick says he's tried and doesn't like any of it. It's okay. He doesn't like country music. But you have specifically said you like Johnny Cash and he's country music. I, well, but, but to be fair, I mean, let's put that in context. I could name three of his songs. Well, but to be fair, that's as many as you could do for anybody you like. Right. And do you, would you put, like, you wouldn't put Johnny Cash in the same category as, you know, Garth Brooks and, Chris Stapleton and come on, name so, one more well, country. Here, the, who's the Australian guy that was on American Keith Idol? Urban. Keith Urban. Okay. There you go. Here's the problem with what it's you just said. Way different. Here's the problem with what you said. You don't, you don't even know. You don't know a song by two out of three of those people you just named. I can, yeah. I can recognize a country song within three notes. No, I know, but what I'm saying <laughs> is like, yeah, okay. Chris Stapleton. Yes, uh-huh. definitely compared to Johnny Cash. Like the most comparable to Johnny Cash probably at this point. Um, I, I'd buy so, that. I mean, okay. The, Chris Stapleton's biggest song was when he covered Tennessee Whiskey. That's a David Allen Coe song that George Jones also sang. Right. Like, which, which are all contemporaries of Johnny Cash. <laughs> you know, like. Oh, we just got flagged. Yeah, great. Now we're no more podcasts. <laughs> um. Uh, Keith Urban. Yeah, I don't know about that dude. Garth is he's he's Australian, isn't he? Yeah, that does that doesn't count. That's outback music. Well, but you know, here's what's interesting. So, did Johnny Cash write the song "Walk the Line"? I think so. Yeah, I would say yes without uh, any other uh, information. Okay, so if he did, then. That's the only song Johnny Cash has ever written that I kind of like, right? Because the the other two Johnny Cash songs I like were written by June Carter and Trent Reznor. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, and Johnny Cash has a bunch of cover songs. Oh, yeah, a ton. But when so he do you know who Rick Rubin is, Bill? Nope. He's a he's a producer who's produced a lot of music that like. Is what really a producer popular. should do. Uh, Beastie Boys. What was his first major hit? Beastie Boys. Uh, I think so. I don't. I mean, could, I don't know. I, I don't he know did. That dude is weird to me. Yeah. And I don't really understand it. I heard he just like goes in the studio and lays down, like I'm doing right now. It's like I'm <laughs> producing this podcast, kind of. Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, but anyway, um, he got him to like. Johnny Cash went a lot of years without being like Johnny Cash in the eighties and nineties. Wasn't the Johnny Cash we know now. 
he had he had a he resurgence for sure. Yeah, yeah, he was gone for a long time, and then when like Hurt came out, he did a bunch that he like covered Soundgarden and all these other bands. Well, there was and there was like seven American albums, like the the American sessions with Rick Rubin. There was like seven whole albums that came out of that. Right. Yeah. Once he got with Rick Rubin, it, he like had a resurgence, and but it was like before that, it was who's Johnny? He's not around anymore. You know, right. which is cool for you know. Um, no, but my argument with what listener Nick is talking about is it's when someone with without having sampled anything and with just being a pain in the ass <laughs> discounts something on with no merit involved. But that's not what I was doing. It was what you're doing. You said no, country music. And I have heard a lot of things. country music, but I've heard a lot of country music songs. I don't like any of them. But like, have you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I turned on the radio and been like, "Oh, this is a country station. I hate, I do not like the way this sounds. I do not like this." My sister listens to country music. I don't like it. Yeah, okay. But, hey, Rick, and, and and if you get to the point where you if you disagree with what Nick is saying here, and you're saying, "Oh, you can't ever say you don't like a genre," like then we're just like words are losing their meanings, right? Like, <laughs> like we're, the word oh, genre. I'm not, yeah, like, oh, I'm not allowed to have any opinions. We're not allowed to classify anything and say we like it or don't like it. You're not allowed to say you like something. You're not allowed to say you like pop music. You're not allowed to say you like rock and roll. You're not allowed to say you like 60s music unless you've heard it all and like everything that's in it. Yeah, but then that's the inverse that, of the argument you're saying making. that, you can't say you hate everything. Right, right. I know. I was being ridiculous <laughs> to show how stupid you are, and you agreed with it. But that was because the 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 reason we have to make these arguments with you is because get your toes out of the screen. <laughs> you have to. I'm going to take screen caps and sell them on OnlyFans. I'm fans. not a foot guy. This isn't doing it for me. Rick, you're going to need to get more pedicures so that I can sell these pictures on OnlyFans. I just had one three days ago. <laughs> well, it's daily, bro. Look, they're still shiny. Um, I I hope you get a Charlie horse trying to show us your toenails. <laughs> we were trying to get you to involve yourself with a new experience. And we were talking about going to see Garth Brooks. I'm the one who invited you to come. That's not how this all went down. I mean, you know it. I mean, Uh, you didn't know there was a show. And sometimes people (laughs) need a little pushing. That's why we had to make a podcast is so that you would watch a good movie once in a while. Or yeah. learn about when is music? that going to happen? <laughs> it, it happened last week with La Bamba. It happened in Ryan month. <laughs> the The Bamba was great. The The um, Bamba was barely rewatchable. It was decent. Okay, but okay, let's go back to the The Bamba. Let's get off. Let's get no, off this topic. No, of, no, you know what? We sh- you know what? We've been doing this for over an hour. We should probably get to the Clamamba. I have one question about the Bamba. Huh. Don't God. you think how many points? This is why you don't podcast with Rick at eleven o'clock at night when he's on the floor, <laughs> literally many, and figuratively. You have had too many candy beers. <laughs> how many points? No wait. How many? Wait, what's no wait. Say? Rick, no you know wait. what you need? You need wait. the Garth like ear mic, the Britney wait. Spears no, mic. Wait. I know. Wait. It's like a walk around, hang out. Yeah. Wait. No, no I want wait. a handheld. Um, how many points? Degrees. Does a movie get 
if it makes you almost cry. I mean, that in itself isn't anything. I mean, well, I, can, I think it is. It, it, it's sparky. Well, well, then let's watch the entire Pixar catalog. Oh my god, you're gonna, <laughs> which which? Okay, but wait, you love all those movies. I I don't love them all. I do like I do. Your favorite movie is The Good Dinosaur. No, you know no, it. <laughs> no, it's not. Shut your damn mouth. It's Wally. So, okay, The Good Dinosaur. I do Wally. like I do. Wally. Um, no, okay, but what else? Like, doesn't that give a a little bit of a nudge to a movie? Yeah. No, then that's why it got, what did I give it? 59? But, nice. Okay, but here's the thing. When a movie does make you do that, does it make it rewatchable? <laughs> this movie, La Bamba, was rewatchable. Uh, just because a movie makes you cry doesn't make it rewatchable. No, does it make it not rewatchable? No. Less, re- less rewatchable. No, I, I like. want to cry? Who said I don't want to cry? I'm, just I'm a asking. real man. No, I'm I, just I, asking. I cry every day. <laughs> Why? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a cry I, for you, help? Hey, we should. Hey, guys, let's extend this podcast and dig in for a minute. I, Bill, why are you crying every day? I feel my feelings. I'm an emotional guy. Why do you have so many sad feelings? Oh, well, I don't always cry because I'm sad. Sometimes okay. I cry because I'm just really proud of my children. Uh, every day? I didn't say There's that's no the, way I, they could be that, <laughs> that good. I didn't say that's why I cry every day. Okay. Why else? Uh, sometimes I cry when I'm like really happy for something. Uh huh. And that mm-hmm. happens every day. No. You, okay. You get one of these things every day, though. You get <laughs> one of these few things. What, I, either I'm happy, sad, or proud. <laughs> yes. Every day, you're one of those three things. I think. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that I cry because of one of only those three things every day. But let's put that aside for a second. I okay. think every single day I am either happy, sad, or proud at least once a day. <laughs> okay, but what's making you cry? Different things. Sometimes I step on stuff that's sharp. <laughs> that makes you cry? Okay, now that doesn't make you manly. <laughs> oh. I, I think it's okay to be emotionally sad and cry. Yeah. Or happy and cry. You don't think it's okay to cry because of pain? Not from like, stepping on like a little. Sometimes my son class. just like kicks me in the nuts for no reason. How did be two days ago? I didn't cry. You can't cry in front of your son if he hits you in the nuts. <laughs> then he's gonna cry. Oh my god! I'm telling you guys a funny story <laughs> today. <laughs> so we're letting our kids <clears throat> watch uh, a TV show that's a little more. Uh, it's a little racier than what they've seen in the past. <laughs> we're watching the Goldbergs. Okay, and. My son was watching it, and uh, the kids. Now I have going, a now I have a blank screen for Ryan. <laughs> I'm sitting in darkness because I'm outside and can't see anything, and I have Rick's foot. And the kid, <laughs> the kid on the show is going through puberty, and he's having body issues. Mm. And his dad is like, "No one wants to hear you talk about his yam bag." <laughs> and my six year old son is having goes. What's a yam bag? And he goes, is it like your front part right here? He goes, 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 he's talking about this part. This is your yam bag. So I think my son might start calling it his yam bag. There you go. Which is definitely worth it. (laughs) It's weird what your kids pick up on because like 
he's always called his his uh area his part <laughs> okay right. okay that's all and i'm like he doesn't even know like what nuts are it's really weird <laughs> my part but now now he knows what yam bang is <laughs> And now you're just going to crack up every time he says it. Oh and my therefore, God, it's so funny. Now it's going to reinforce it and it'll be Yambag forever. All right. So, Johnny Cash. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened to my video, guys. Did this, let's, let's get to the clamometer. Well, wait, hang on, Bill. Did you, uh, did this make you like any more Johnny Cash songs? No. No. Did it make you like less Johnny Cash songs? No. Okay. So, if, so now that you watched it, you wouldn't come to my house and be like, hey, grab a Johnny Cash record and put it on. I I would be fine with that. Okay. But you wouldn't but ask. I listen to all sorts of crap at your house. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is this is where the magic happens. Yeah. An AWOL Nation hey! LP of covers. Okay, I just got that. I just put it on <laughs> for you. That seems like stuff that's right up your alley. Yeah, I want to listen to AWOL Nation and Hanson sing Material Girl. <laughs> Do you even know what original Material Girl sounds like? Uh, yeah. Really? Um, it's Madonna. But you, you really I, heard that song? <laughs> I think, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Holy so crap. About- <laughs> what else happened in this movie that you guys liked? Rick, you need a foot puppet or something. <laughs> Drop, hang on. Hang on. Uh, wait, uh, I got an idea. Okay, I think, gonna, I think I'm going to go now, no, guys. Wait, wait. We should talk get the clomometer. Well, Let's go. Wait, for it. I, talk, wait, I'm going to go. You can, can do talk? the clomometer without me. This movie was fine. <laughs> how how can we do the clomometer without the clem? <laughs> Jeez. We should probably Rick, get to the clomometer. There we go. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to keep it. <laughs> Just a bunch of shit cut together. I almost did a spit take. I don't know why the clamometer sounds like bongo drum. <laughs> Come on. This whole thing went sideways real quick. <laughs> yeah. Kilometer and, uh, I mean, clamometer and homework. Oh I, I said, said kilometer. I said, I said clamometer. I mean, so we're, we, we got some we screen grabs. just said kilometer <laughs> instead of kilometer. <laughs> oh, I totally have a screen grab for this episode. <laughs> can you see this foot? Yeah. No, yes. Can you see the face? It's we been, sure can. It's, okay, been, good. it's been captured already. <laughs> we didn't, you guys, we didn't get into the movie enough. We're going to move talk on. About marriage. No, Rick, we're going to move on. You have wasted all our time. <laughs> this is how the podcast goes, though. Sometimes you waste some time. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you guys, there's sometimes a foot face. Right. Like three episodes in it's, a row. It's the mounds and almond joy of podcasting. <laughs> sometimes you feel like a nut. Like sometimes I you don't. Always yeah. feel like a nut. All right. So, Rick, what did you and Ryan think I would think of Walk the Line? Well, I think we were wrong. <laughs> oh, I mean, weird, shocking, weird. I, you know what's funny? I just thought I found my. Labominos from last week, but it's because I wrote it last week. Anyway. Labominos? <laughs> yeah. Labominos. Walk Labominos. the line. Ryan thought you'd give it a 61.5. Okay. I thought you'd give it a 68. Interesting. Oddly specific, Ryan. I don't know. I felt like you were going with the point fives for a while there. I'll give it a shot. Uh-huh. So what did you give it? <laughs> <laughs> I was building this... 
suspension. Um, no, so this movie, this movie was good. It was interesting. Um, you know, it felt very, which whatever, it's a biopic based on an autobiography, but I was like, it felt very stereotypical. Here's the rock and roll life story, you know? Right. Um, kind of like Ryan was saying, it's just like, I mean, that's what it is. It's yeah. This like childhood trauma that makes you this certain type of person that is like driven and won't give up and won't be satisfied with anything. And then you like crave like trying to please someone or trying to get enough. Mm-hmm. And it, it is empty and empty and leads you down that spiral. And then like, <coughs> you know, people either end up killing themselves like the doors or they <laughs> end up finding something that gives their life meaning and they can rebound like Johnny Cash. And so this is a good redemption story mm-hmm. of like what could turn around that life, you know? So I I liked it. I thought it was good. I would rewatch this movie. Um, it was on Amazon and it was three ninety nine to rent and four ninety nine to buy. So I just bought it. So now mm-hmm. I own this movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'll probably give it a rewatch, which bumps it up there. And then if I'm thinking purely biopic recency bias. Do I like this movie more or less than the Bomba? Um, the, the Bomba. The Bomba. <laughs> I think I like this movie more. And so I will give this movie a 63. All right. Nice. We yeah, dialed we knew, it in. We knew that. Cause it's like, it's yeah. newer and cleaner. Bill, right. Bill. Yeah. Would, would this movie be better if Johnny Cash died in this movie? What? Like if he had died, like if they changed the story to make him, would this be better if an alien showed up? No, but if if Johnny Cash like had like died, if Johnny Cash had died in a car chase with Jason Bourne, that would give this movie a ten point bump. Right? Okay. (laughs) Bill, question: Did did you watch this? Wait, one more question. Oh my god! Did you watch this movie alone, Ryan? What is your question, Bill? Did you watch the movie alone? Yeah, that was my question. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Ryan. I'm glad I got your question. Fuck you, Rick. <laughs> Fuck you, Rick. Oh, Fuck, you, Rick. <laughs> Fuck you, Rick. <laughs> Fuck right. you, well, Rick. Fuck you, Rick. So next week, we've decided you've had some. You've had two movies in a row that were rewatchable. Yeah, no. I, apparently, I love music biopics. So what as we're long do as they're not Val Kilmer, is we're gonna bring that back down to reality. <laughs> oh, good. Is it another back vanity to project? Life. It's not back to reality. Uh, speaking of machine back gun, streets, back. All right. Speaking of machine gun Kelly, we're <laughs> gonna watch the Dirt. I have no idea what this movie is. Is there a band called The Dirt? No, there's not. Okay, so it's not like The Doors. So, so another sh- <clears throat> uh, one little tidbit. A bit of tide. Me and Ryan, in almost two months exactly, are going to see this band in concert together. Oh, so it's not a death story. Nope. Wait, that's weird. A biopic about people who aren't dead yet. Well, you don't know if they're dead or not. Maybe they've replaced some bands. You're going to go watch some dead musicians. (laughs) Was Johnny Cash Is it about the Grateful Dead? (laughs) Yeah. Wait, they're time out. Was Johnny Cash still alive when Walk the Line came out? I can't remember. In 2005? Uh, No, he wasn't. Because at the end of the movie, it said June Carter died in like 2003 and he died four months later. Plus, it doesn't matter. He was still like 80 some years old or whatever. Right. I just, I just, for context, I just, 
Yeah. Couldn't remember. Yeah, no, he was dead when Walk the Line came out. Yeah, no, actually, I'm a little upset that uh, Biopic Month is coming to an end because there's a few more that I think would be fun to watch. Yeah, well, it's too bad we don't have complete control of this podcast. <laughs> Choose to continue watching biopics. It's too bad that Rick doesn't dictate every single movie we watch (laughs) on this podcast. Yeah, Rick. Yeah, it's all my fault. Okay, Rick, you chose the dirt. Let's see what it's about. I I have no idea. So this band is still touring. Well, I know it's not um, uh, Rage Against the Machine because I'm going with you guys to see them someday. (laughs) Someday. (laughs) We bought those tickets three years ago. Um, Bill, I'm going to give you a little clue. I'll tell you about this movie. This movie is about the band Motley Crue. Okay. So I don't now, know anything about Motley Crue. Yeah. All right. Um, I know that they're old, right? They're like 80s. Sure. Montley or Motley? It's Motley. Yes. Um, but isn't there like an umlaut or something <laughs> yeah, over but the it's O? A, it's a decorative umlaut. <laughs> Not a pronunciation okay. umlaut. Um, I, I love a good. We should call that episode decorative umlaut. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, oh wait, hey guys, do you think that Reese Witherspoon would like this movie? <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and Joaquin Especially Phoenix her would really like. She was this a gem. Movie. She was the best. She one. was a shining star. In oh this. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, this may be the best acting I've ever seen Reese, Reese Witherspoon do. Shut your damn mouth. Have you ever seen Legally Blonde or Sweet Home Alabama? <laughs> uh, I rest he, my case. As L. Woods would have done in Legally Blonde. Exactly. Um, Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde. The Dirt is about Motley Crue. I've seen them a few times in concert. Kind of a lot, actually. Uh-huh. Um, Weird. You're going to see some stuff in this movie. You're gonna see I, this, some stuff. You know, what's, here, want to hear something crazy about? No, about yeah, no, I just, you, sorry, you, I have to say this. We just moved this week, and on moving day, Monday, my wife gathers the kids around in the morning. And she goes, "Kids, it's moving day. You're gonna see some stuff. You're gonna hear Daddy and I fighting a bit. You're just gonna have to get over it. That's moving day." <laughs> um, true you story. You want to hear something wild about this movie? Sure. You know what I did before this movie came out? Years before this movie came out, actually. You read the book? Uh, read the book. Yeah. What? <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Was it a picture book? Nope. It's an mm. actual book. Okay. The book. We got a short time here. Bill, you need to tell us what you think the dirt is about, and then we're going to get the fuck out of here. He said he doesn't uh, know anything. I mean, it's all the same stuff, right? It's well. just going to be, it's going to be partying, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll. Chips, debauch- dips, chains, whips. Sure. Yep. Exactly. That's some weird science. L- living that empty, debaucherous, trying to trying to make it, trying to make it feel, trying to feel something. Yeah. Gotcha. Bye. Yes, they do. All right. Um. Bye, Bill. Bill don't watch this with your family. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Bill's gonna hate this movie. Oh, so much. He's not gonna like the music. He's not gonna like what happens in it. He's gonna think it's no. shit, and he's gonna give it yep. a twelve. I gave it a 20. Okay. Maybe he'll like Machine Gun Kelly. All <laughs> right. Machine Gun Kelly. All right, um, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate you guys listening and downloading this podcast. You can download this podcast on any of the podcast apps. Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, all of those things. Also, uh, 
please check out our socials. We're on Instagram at Mrs. Education of Bill. We're on Twitter at Mrs. Education of Bill. And please do email us at Mrs. Education of Bill at gmail.com. Uh, special thanks go out to Wyatt's Only and the Wreckage for giving us their music to use on the podcast. We really appreciate it. And also, everyone, please rate and subscribe. Do everything you can to boost this podcast. We need your help. We only have 21 people that listen to this podcast, and we want to have more. Rick, do you have anything else left to say? Uh, no. Burn a show. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.
for the guillotine So pour another drink Cause we're all If you made it this far, email us for a shout out in the next podcast. Miseducation of Bill at gmail.com. Oh, uh, I can't believe you don't listen to deedly in the bling blongs.